Before we get started with today's episode, I just had to say as a disclaimer that none of what I say in this podcast is actual advice. If you really feel like you have a mental health disorder or are dealing with anything personally, please seek out professional help. And again, none of what I say in this podcast is actual advice. So thank you guys, and let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Sum of Life podcast. I'm your host, Liam Scully. In today's episode, I really just want to talk about how having a mental health disorder or an illness is something that's really not cool. It shouldn't be looked at as something that is a trend or aesthetically pleasing or we shouldn't really be romanticizing over mental health disorders or illnesses. And let me say first and foremost that I'm actually not sure how to even go about this episode or this topic. All I see right now is that social media, in particular Instagram, there just seems to be a, a lot of things that are making mental health the topic in general, the community even perhaps just as a trend, or they're kind of romanticizing over it. And I, I guess I should say that the main problem I have with it is that all these things that these large accounts post are things that people can relate to or feel good momentarily. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I think actually at different stages of people's disorders or illnesses that that's really what they need in the time being. But the problem I see is that you don't want those people to be stuck there. So although a quote can make them feel better, even if it has a lasting effect, they really don't know what to do with that information because they don't have the right person or the right help to further their recovery. And just to say it again, those things can, of course, be useful for people at different stages in their recovery, especially relatability. I think when I first got my first panic attack and not knowing what it was and then asking even just someone that I thought would have similar experiences, like my roommate who also has OCD, for him to clarify to me that it it is actually just a panic attack and panic attacks can become so extreme that they just, I mean, if you have them, you know what they feel like, extreme fear all these physical sensations and where I get them really bad is I dissociate and depersonalize, derealize horribly. And even those terms, derealization, depersonalization, dissociation, it's like it's almost cool to have those things. And it's not at all. I would not wish these things upon anyone. And going back to that, well, let me just say first that that relatability is awesome. And hearing that from I I attend a support group every week, and hearing people that have similar experiences to me is vital for my recovery. I I thought for so long that I was the only one going through the things that I was going through, when in reality there's millions of other people going through the same thing. And a lot of them actually don't even know what their problem is, and that's why I'm doing this podcast and doing everything that I'm doing, because I hope to open up a business and an organization in the future to help people that actually don't know what their problems are and hopefully point them closer to the direction of where they can actually recover. But what I was just saying earlier, and I'm sorry this episode is scattered, there's just a couple things that are kind of bothering me about the mental health community, like I said, particularly on Instagram, where things like dissociation, depersonalization, derealization, they all are like starting to sound like cool terms that we see on social media. And I think one of the reasons is that the posts look so appealing to people that they make it look like so comfortable, like when you talk about dissociation and all the symptoms or whatever it is. Because I actually go on Twitter and I see those same accounts posting the same information pretty much, but they don't get nearly the amount of 
interactions on that post that they did on Instagram just because maybe Instagram looks aesthetically pleasing in the way that they put the diagnosis or symptoms of dissociation however they they make the image up to me it's just kind of weird it's just kind of strange that mental illness mental health in general is just become trendy or and we're we're so romanticized over it so to lay it out I think that relatability and those quotes at different times can actually help people. And I do the same thing on my Instagram. I post quotes, but only the ones that I feel will actually or might actually have an impact on people. I try to find deeper meaning quotes that people will hopefully have to think about more rather than just like ones that say, I know you'll be okay or something, which is also fine for people. I I think some people need to hear that too as well. But relatability and those quotes are all fine and good. But I think what these large accounts need to start doing is start pointing people to the direction of where they can actually get help. Even if you just saying go to BetterHelp or call these numbers, whatever you have to do, they should be signaling that those quotes aren't what we should always be looking for to make us feel better. We should actually be taking actions on things that will ultimately for the long run make us feel better and whether that's through help with a therapist help through with the support group community any type of medication or whatever however whatever our road to recovery looks like that should be it and it should not be us being stuck in the moment and place where we are now which is the struggle of what i would call it of our mental health disorder illness we don't always want to be turning to these same quotes over and over again just to momentarily make us feel better and like i said some quotes have long and lasting impacts upon our personality or whatever in our helping our road to recovery but i really just think a lot of it just needs to be more actionable too when we're out of those stages and of course like i said earlier there's definitely different stages where there's a stage where you need to hear those quotes to actually make you feel better or to hope hopefully help you in a way That'll make you feel better. And just the relatability, again, is key. But just the thing that I don't see on social media is the actions that we can actually take. And of course, none of us on social media are professional advice givers, but we can at least lead someone to organizations or communities that might actually help them to better themselves to get out of their mental health disorder or illness. Again, I just... It's hard to even know what to say about this, but it is just weird that mental illness or these mental health disorders to have depression anxiety whatever is like cool nowadays or it it seems to be cool I I just want to say again it's just not cool at all I, I would not wish my OCD upon anyone else but the thing I would wish for them is to find the best things that they can for themselves or for others to find for them and to help them live better with their mental health disorder or illness we shouldn't be making it trendy, we shouldn't be making mental health aesthetically pleasing, and we shouldn't be romanticizing over it. We should all be helping ourselves and others to get over it. Because there is nothing cool about having anxiety, depression, whatever that you can have. Any type of mental health disorder or illness, that is not cool at all. So again, sorry if that sounded kind of like a rant, but seeing this in the past couple of years in the mental health community... And for someone who is a part of the community, I felt like I needed to say something about it. And of course, I think there's more to be said here. And I actually don't know the way to go about it. Or I gave some examples here about how we should possibly go about it. But for the most part, I I do think it's just strange. 
and I hope we kind of turn directions away from wanting it to be cool or trendy. And we especially need to make it stop looking cool on social media. And one thing I also want to make clear is that we should not be turning away from others. Community is very important, like I said earlier. And if you can't do it alone, like I can't do it alone, I, I need the support. I think support is vital for me. Then that's what I really want to do is help those people find support and the right support for them. Because again, we're trying to get over these mental health disorders and illnesses. We're not trying to hang on to them and romanticizing about how, oh, I have anxiety or I have depression. That's not the goal here. The goal is to help ourselves and help others and to get better for our long term, for just our life, to live a better, happier life. And of course, it is so normal to have a mental health disorder. But again, we should not be romanticizing it because we are actually not alone in all this and we are okay with not being okay. But what do we do from there? How do we help ourselves and others knowing that and knowing that information? Because I, I think that is just the first step or one of the first steps in most people's recovery is the connection of not feeling alone and knowing that our symptoms are extremely normal, which is awesome to be able to relate like that. But where do we go from there? And I, I think that is what's missing. And I believe this quote is extremely relatable to today's episode. And I always end with a quote. So today's quote is by Seneca and it goes in quotes, it does not matter what you bear but how you bear it, end quote. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode, and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you want to learn more about me or what I'm doing, you can go to my website at someoflife.org. There, there's a bunch of resources and contact information, as well as ways in which you can contribute. And on the contribute page, there is my Patreon, which has a $5, $15, and $50 tier or option and all three of these options are a one-time once a year charge so i know it says per episode but i as the patreon host of that page get to decide when to charge my patrons and if you subscribe to one of those tiers i'll be sure to only charge you once for the whole entire year the five dollar tier for example is just supporting the show fifteen dollars gets you a custom wall art that has to do with mental health and fifty dollars I donate half of the proceeds to a mental health institute of your choosing. But all these ways and tiers help the show, and I highly appreciate it if you even just check it out. Podcasting and doing this is a lot more work than one would think, and I definitely learned that just by doing this, and which is why I'm also plugging my Venmo, which is just at Liam underscore Scully, which is at L-I-A-M underscore S-C-U-L-L-Y. Any donation via venmo or patreon is highly appreciated and if you want to keep up with me the best way is either to email me at liamscully at someoflife.org or to follow my instagram page which is at someoflifepodcast my instagram page i post pretty consistently every three days so that is probably the best place to follow me and you can also dm me on there as well but thank you guys so much again for listening and i'll see you